Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a matter of when I feel like Zion because he's physically fine. So we can only speculate. So let's be fair. We're speculating. He doesn't feel like Zion. Well, what does that mean? Guess what? You know, like I said, there's a lot of us out there that just don't feel like ourselves sometimes and we push it forward. Yeah. And you may say, and it's fair to say, well, we don't have that sort of pressure situation that he's dealing with. Well, that's why he's paid that kind of money. And, you know, we're just trying to be fair and trying to speculate. What do you think about it? It's a little deflating from a fan's perspective. Your team's in it and your best guy's not out there and he's physically fine. So it's kind of a tough one to swallow, to be honest. Yeah. But, I mean... It sounds rude because if it is a mental health it's thing, a little, but little rude, you know, absolutely. But can you start using the word "bust" if he's just not playing, whether it's physical or mental? If Zion's just not going to be out there, could you start saying the whole talk of him being a once a generation talent? Joel, you were saying that when he plays, he's lights out. I saw him play in Minnesota. He's phenomenal when he's on the court. Get him on the court. When he first came to the league, I posted, go see this guy while he's healthy. Because the heavy set guys who come in on the knees, they yeah. don't last. But, yeah. And a guy said, oh, no, he's one of a kind. He's, he's this, he's whoop-de-whoop. Well, he is what he is. He's a big dude. Remember when he broke his sneakers in college? Yeah, Rich is saying he went from uh, busting through his sneakers to straight up bust. Could That's, be. No, That's no, what I, I, don't, I don't believe he's a bust because no, I've I don't seen, think so. They moved him to the point guard, like point forward, and my goodness, he dribbles it, he dances, he dances, he drives, he rebounds it, he puts it in. Now I don't know about him defensively, but and he probably eats boned in wings. He probably does. <laughs> he's a man. But can he get out on the court? Your phone calls, let's go to your feedback. And I'm reading what we got on Twitter and Instagram. And a lot of people are saying, like, first of all, a lot of feedback on the wings. People say there's no shame in the boneless. I'll tell you what, though. I'm having, With a fork and knife? Come I, on. I'm having some regrets right now because my schedule's a little off. And my tummy, my belly's rumbling. <laughs> You're not feeling like Covino. I'm not, but I'm here and I'm pushing through. You got nuggies in your tummy. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, maybe, 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 uh, maybe twelve nuggies was a bad choice. Like twelve, <laughs> yeah, because I definitely picked on some other, some other nuggies. Oh, you mixed them? Yeah. The oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had honey barbecue, and I had the mango habanero. Oh. So anyway, yeah, let's spicy. go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> and your stomach hurts. You got Surprising. the bubblies. I do. Spicy. I got the bubble guts. But uh, I'm here. I'm here. That's what. That's what counts. Chucky, what's up, Chuck in Ohio? How are you, bud? Hey, I just want to apologize to you guys before you. I make my point. I'm just not with it today. You know what I mean? <laughs> not feeling it. You not just, everybody you know, is. I'm just, Same. I'm just not feeling it. Let me tell you something. I've only I'm um, been in broadcasting for a long time. Never made a lot of money. Imagine that. <laughs> I've never made more than thirty grand a year, and I'm tired of hearing these guys whine. Look. And they even want me to pay to watch them on TV. Give me a break. 
Yeah, I I'm know. Over it. I it's just we dance around it. We're so we 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 handle these situations so delicately because nobody wants to say the wrong thing. You know, like like Rich alluded to before. You know, I've had panic attacks where I thought I was dying. I remember going to Kavino's house once. His girlfriend called me and she's like, "You might want to swing by. I don't know what's wrong with him." I get there and Kavino's well, sitting was, in the back. I was alone. Yeah, I was home alone. I thought I was yeah, dying. Kavino's girlfriend was out of town. She's like, "Can you go check on him?" I'm like, "Check on him, dude." I, I needed an emergency. Uh, Situation. I, I had friends there. I, I had to call the ambulance. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" With I, this guy? I, I was like, "Guess what, man? I didn't want to, but I went to work the next day." And I'm not saying that everybody needs to be like me. Everyone handles things different. But it's not like you got run over by a snowplow. Yeah, exactly. No, no. Here's the thing. Here's what I was gonna say. I understand that people need a timeout. I do, and I understand the feeling of I don't know if I'm really gonna add to it because you know Zion said that. He doesn't want to sort of get in the way or be hesitating or, or or not contributing in a way that affects the team, which sounds selfless, and I, I commend that. Yeah, I feel that way if I'm not feeling 100 and my friends are like, yo, come on, we're hanging out tonight or we're partying or we're having a get-together. Uh, I feel like, you know what, man? Maybe I'll sit this out because I don't feel like I could add to the fun. Well, then selfishly, right? we, we just want to see Zion out there. So, yeah, and like right. in that scenario, on, selfishly, your friends be, want you out. But, but listen to this. There's a difference between me sitting out on a fun night out because I feel the way Zion feels and not going to work. Like we have to realize this is his job. It is. It's his job. And I understand that there are times you need days off and you need personal days. I get it. But this isn't just some regular game. And I understand it is a game, but they're paid a lot of money for this game. This is a big game. Yeah. What about Naomi Osaka? What about Simone Biles? There have been a lot of top-tier athletes that have had to pull themselves out of a competition or, or sit one out. Kevin Love, like I said before, he was one of the first I think to talk about it. He's uh, very sensitive to this now, as they should be. That's but. right. That the key word is now because a Piston fan, I was in Detroit. Scottie Pippen came to town with Michael Jordan, and we on the streets heard that Scottie's not playing. He has a headache. Yeah, and as a fan, you don't have the right to be disappointed. I think you do. Oh no, I was like, he's soft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. And that mentality now is a bit frowned upon. So we're being as sensitive as possible. And I'm just saying, as as a fan. He didn't want the smoke. You can't help but say, <laughs> oh, man, come on. We want to see yeah. Zion out there. Again, 877-99 on Fox. Let's talk to Brett in Arizona. Yeah, Brett. It's Covino, Rich, Spot, Joel, Danny G. It's Fox Sports Radio. We're in for Dan Patrick. Good morning, guys. I absolutely love you guys in the afternoon. Thank you for taking over. It's the only time that I don't get to have to slip over to the mothership because Cal Turn and the Todd Koppel suck. So you guys rock. You're doing a great job. The problem is don't go soft on these weak kids. We raised generations of trophy kids. And this whole thing of I don't feel like playing. Simone Biles took a spot from somebody who worked their ass off to get to the Olympics, and she took it just so that she could get the publicity, and then she has one bad day and quits. Stop babying these kids. You know what, Rub Brett? some dirt on it, Zion, and freaking be a man. You, you make me think it. so many things, because we're, we're trying to be sensitive, right? Because it's a, a different time. We are more understanding than ever, right? And we all admit that we're never 100. I'm never 100, but I push through it. It's like we lost that, like, who's in his corner saying, Zion, you're the man. Get out there and show them. What happened to the, show them you're a tiger. Show them what you can do. Eat some Frosted Flakes. That's the solution. Oh, let me, te- let me, show de- let me DM. Show you're a tiger. I'm going to DM Zion right now. Zion, do you ever think about maybe a little Frosted Flakes this morning? You'll be ready to go tonight? There Come is on. no tomorrow, Rob. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Where's his Apollo Creed? I, I'm so torn on this. I'm torn like Creed. Who else was torn? Natalie Imbruglia. I'm people, torn. People are saying like that would be the wrong approach, but sometimes in life, you need that nudge. Dude, there's been times in life where I'm like, I don't want to go to work, or I don't want to go to the gym, or I don't want to do anything, and then someone, and usually that's my own, my own guilty conscience, or my own voice, but someone will be like, dude, get out there, because that's when you got to push it. I know, and I understand. I'm, uh, I know, I'm I've, sympathetic that Zion doesn't feel like Zion, but he, he needs to get out there and play. I, this is, is his team needs him. 
This is a tough subject, you guys. It's it, very it, tough. it is, Joel. You know it's very what? tough. Because but I'm coming from a fan perspective. I am. And, and a guy who, who does deal with a lot of anxiety and things like that. To the point where I feel like I'm dying, Joel. Cavino. Yeah. If he doesn't play and they lose. It's not the end of the world. Can he go on vacation with you guys? Ooh. Or are you going to look at him in the side eye you know, and say, you, you, know what I would you say? need to stay behind and feel like Zion. You know what I would say? How old is Zion? How old is he? He's a young man. 20. Zion age. 24. Young, young man. Three. 20. I, I, he started young. Remember that? Yeah, I know. He's 22. 22. All right. Now that puts things in perspective, right? 22 years old. Let's just say most I'm, I'm 40 something. Most people are wrapping up college. He's a young man. I'm 40 something with love. I would respect this guy. This guy is unbelievable. Like Joel said, he's a once in a lifetime kind of guy. From a big brother perspective, wouldn't you just give him that tough love and be like, "Hey, dude!" But but I got to tell you, we, the number one, you know, you know when we learn things throughout life. This is what all, do you, what all do you never, with respect. I think this this guy's one of the greats. The same way when you're arguing with a woman, you never tell her, "Calm down." You learn that when someone's dealing with mental health stuff or anxiety, the you can't be like, "Hey, man, cheer up." Doesn't work that way, and I mean, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to. I'm not trying to sound soft, but I'm not trying to sound too old school. I want him out there, but that's a selfish fan perspective. If this guy is saying I'm not feeling like Zion, to be like, come on, man, get out there. It's like telling someone that's depressed or has anxiety, just forget about it. Cavino's not letting him go on vacation with him. He's not. Well, no, I'm letting him come, but I'm going to give him some some tough love. And for some reason, we as a society are allergic to that nowadays, right? You just don't want to nudge somebody. Sometimes people need a nudge. I'm a guy that needs a nudge. You know, not always. Let me let me be very honest with you, Joel. A lot of times the boss will hit us up and they'll say, hey, do you want to fill in for Dan Patrick and do the Dan Patrick hat trick? And I'm like, wait a second. I got to wake up at what time? 4.30 a.m.? And then Kavino's oh, like, oh, that's a lot of pressure. And then Kavino hit me up and I say to I say to Kavino. You know Rich says? Show them you're a tiger. Show them what you can do. Rich <laughs> gives me that little nudge. Like, yo, man, show the world who you are. Man up and be the man. And I'm like, you know what, man? Thanks. You're right. I, I mean, I, you think I want to get up at 4.30 all the time? It is an honor. I love seeing yeah, I Joel. Have to, I have to remind him. I go, I need that nudge. I get to, we get to see Joel. Dan Patrick has the hugest audience yes. in sports talk radio. And I tell him, stop it. Stop Stop your silliness. We're go- Yes, Shapiro, we're filling in. Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Think Friday. Think about the opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah. And then Camino's like, you're right, bro. And, uh. he's, and I know, and, and it just depends on what mood I'm in, right? Because I'm a moody guy. That's why I feel like I am an okay guy to, to speak on behalf of this a little bit. I'm a moody dude. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I don't, you know what they call me? Remember the characters Pig Will and Pig Won't in your children's books? Pig Will. I'm Pig Won't. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get out of bed sometimes. I don't want to go out sometimes. You know, but you push through it. Yeah. And sometimes are, are you we need that nudge. That based on our relationship, mm-hmm. should I be the one to hit up Zion? Maybe I, I'm, maybe I guy, give I think a, guy like, good pep talks. a guy like LeBron, you know, Hey, man, what's going on? You're feeling 100? Yeah, man, I feel great, but I just don't feel like Zion. LeBron or someone he admires. Some mentors. Some, some mentors be like, hey, man, like you got to realize, a lot of us feel that way. And we just went out there, and you know what? When we're out there on the court, it goes away. You know how it is. You're the man, Zion. Go out there and perform. The fans need you. The team needs you. Do your thing. Even if, even if you don't perform at 100, you're 70%. You're 60% is better than most, and that's going to motivate well, the team. But don't you think most Laker fans – at least the ones that I talk to, don't don't you feel like they think LeBron went to AD and had that big brother talk with him? Yeah, some people need that, man. I yeah. think Zion needs that. Again, based on what we know, right? We don't know everything. We don't yeah. really even hey, know what that another, means. Another quote, by the way, I'm, I'm looking at all the TVs here. Skip and Shannon quote Zion, I can't escape what the world thinks and what people's opinions are. So, I see that quote, and if I'm trying to, uh, yeah, I sympathize. If I'm trying to tie it all together, I feel like he's a young man that is trying to balance everyone's opinion, social media, life pressures. Yeah, we can mental never, health, we can never physical health. He's been on and off. You know, the guy's dealt with a lot, but again, once in a lifetime talent. And yeah, listen, they're dealing with stuff other generations. I mean, didn't Michael have to deal Jackson with. talked about that. How he couldn't sleep because of the people's expectation and all he had to deliver. He just he had to oh, start taking and, the drip. And I you bet, know what? Man. And Michael Jackson, you know, oddly enough, Joel, you know what he didn't have to deal with? Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's, uh, I can only imagine, it's, you know, 
you see it a lot with teenagers and how there's there's a lot of issues with bullying and mental health online and you know people worry about what people are putting on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok way too yeah, much. He's not immune because he's Zion. He's 22. This guy grew up in a world of social media. So when I see a quote like, I can't escape yeah, what the world thinks, this is, a, this is a guy like we joke about Kevin Durant getting all in his emotions and in his feelings about social media. Maybe Zion's the type of guy that's like, yo, everywhere I look, social media, real life, there's a pressure for me to be Zion and I'm not feeling like Zion. You know, I, hold on a second. I got to call my mortgage company because I don't feel like paying my mortgage. It's too much pressure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, this is yeah. at, at the end of the day, there is a lot of pressure, but it's also his job. And you got to realize, Cavino and Rich, we're not former athletes. We're just fans. So, I mean, I'm a former athlete in my, in my mind. I mean, do you have any Little do League home runs? The little league? Yeah, Little League home I runs. Mean, I did have 27 Little League home runs. Well, that's because you were 5'10 when you were 12, but yeah. haven't grown since. But that doesn't change the facts. <laughs> but, you know, from a selfish fan perspective, we want to see him. Yeah. How. how we're just being honest. How could you not feel that way? It's it's coming from our selfish per, selfish yeah. perspective of just want to see the best out there. You know what? If he's physically able, dude, then then I'd like to see that. We'll go to your yeah. your feedback and phones, dude. We we'll think about it. Even forget mentally, physically. Even when guys are banged up, we're like, yeah, yeah, but get him back out there. We're just selfish fans that want to see these stars and people on right. on the biggest stage. Like I'm That's a Mets so fan. Right. I'm yeah. a Mets fan, Joel. In my mind, I'm like, come on, Edwin Diaz. I know you blew out your knee in the World Baseball Classic. Hey, get get the rehab going. We need you back on the mound come September, October. I'm not considering his feelings and health. I'm a dumb fan that's like, get him back out there. I'm like Cavino, though. If you're going to sit out, then don't impress me in warm-ups. Don't come out there with 360s and through the legs and laughing yeah, and joking. Honestly, yo, Joel, I, I think he, like I said, I respect his honesty. I feel like he almost gave us too much information. I'd feel a lot better just hearing that he he's just doesn't feel 100. Yeah, percent Sometimes the honest he, answer. He, sometimes the honest answer does you no good. It's like when you ever have someone be like, "Why did you we break up? Like, do you really want to know?" Yeah, I'd rather him lie to me and say, you know, he. Uh, don't want me to tell you what's his, wrong with his, you. His toe I, I'm, hurts. I'm not going to tell you what's wrong with you. I'm just going to be like, it was me. You know, it's always you know, funny to me on how Rich can compare everything to relationships. <laughs> Yo, and Covino is the one who has the girlfriend. Joe, <laughs> Joe, every time you, we've all been dumped, right? Do you want to know the reason why every girl in your life has ever said like, yeah, I'm done with you? He you has halitosis. Yeah. You don't want to hear something about your breath or what's in your pants. You don't want to hear, you don't want to hear the reasons. Uh, Brandon in Georgia. You're he on ate with- boneless wings. <laughs> I couldn't take it. Uh, Brandon, Georgia, what's up, buddy? First off, I'm eating boneless wings. I'm dunking them in ranch until my Ugh. stomachs can't, can't fit them anymore. I, you know uh, what? Let's do it. What's up, Georgia? Two, two on Zion, man. I just bet we got to quit babying, folks, man. This is, I don't think it's selfish for fans to want him to play. If it wasn't for the fans, that team wouldn't even exist. Okay. I mean, that is true. I own, my, I own my own business. If I get a big client coming in saying, hey, I want you to quote my insurance, I can't say, uh, I'm not feeling it. If I push through and I do it, well, guess what? It's going to feel that much better when I land that account. Well, Brandon, and I agree with you, right? But it poses the question, how do we find that balance, though? Then how how do we? Yeah, what's it? What's the balance between being too soft right. and being too old school? Right, because we don't like, want to like downplay these things. We we've come a long way. We've learned a lot about mental health or or being symp- sympathetic to people uh, not feeling. You, you know what it is. You, you don't want to get the approach. You don't want to take the mentality of like, come on, man, toughen up, get out there. That's too old school. But you know what's too new school, Joel? Saying, oh, you're not feeling it. Don't worry. You don't have to play. Like, there's got to be a balance between babying. And being too and that's tough why on this someone. This is the changing of the guard when Bobby Knight, when when finally we got the Bobby Knights. Yeah, well, you can't throw chairs at people anymore, Joel. You can't come to Bobby Knight <laughs> talking about Zion doesn't feel like Zion. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really like where's the balance between old school and new school? You don't want to be, yeah, you don't you don't want to be like insensitive, but yeah. you also don't want to be like. But that's oh, why man, this is you know a particular I'm, story because this isn't just a, a regular season game. Yeah. Let's, let's take one more quickie now. Uh, Steve, you're on in Key West. What's up, Steve? Well, you guys are finally, finally somebody has hit on the problem. I've been bipolar all my life. Okay, I'm 61 years old. I worked nuclear power plants all my life. I said I was going to retire in Key West. I'm from Crystal River, Florida. 
where Mike Hampton went to high school. Okay, you're familiar with Mike Hampton. Of course, I'm a Mets fan, and that guy signed a big deal with the – I remember he signed a big deal with the Rockies and never really delivered. He signed a seven-year, $121 million contract. He was the highest-paid baseball player ever. Two weeks later, A-Rod signs for 240. Okay, Mike Hampton was also one of the best batting pitchers. He's still in the top ten. Ever. Mike Hampton was a home run hitter. His daddy was a softball player. We all know that Bartolo Colon was the best. <laughs> all right, so what, well, what's your point there, Steve? Here, here, here's my point. This Zion is bipolar. He hasn't been tested yet. My dad taught me three things in life. The restaurant business, which he had three of them in Citrus County. He taught me how to play poker because he used to go to the World Series of Poker before it ever hit TV. And he taught me how to shoot pool. He was one of the best pool hustlers I ever knew. But I'm bipolar. Let me tell you something. When I'm in my bipolar low, I'm suicidal. I I had a suicide attempt at my daughter's house in Homosassa Springs, which is right by Crystal River. When I'm in my bipolar high, I'm the best pool shooter in the world. When I'm in my bipolar low, I'm suicidal. There's not much of a medium for me. And I'm telling you right now, the, this guy wants to sign it. He don't want an agent, okay, because we think we run the fucking – Whoops, Whoop, we think we run – Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold this on. Is, this is really that. interesting, and I appreciate uh, the perspective. Again, Steve is here from Key West. He's bipolar. If he's dealing with that, allegedly – we don't know that. Yeah, we don't we know don't, that. We don't know that. What's the path? Then – then you just are you more understanding then because how could he sit tonight when his team is playing fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live this is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Keith in Alabama. What's up, buddy boy? So I keep looking at this from the perspective of the GM or the owner or the coach or whatnot. These guys whose job, well, not the owner, but these guys whose jobs might be on the line based on how well the team is playing. And injuries are going to happen in sports. You can't avoid that. But if I've got some, instead of painting with broad strokes, if I'm looking at Zion and he's already missed time because of injury, but now there's this other thing of him just not feeling it, I don't know. I feel like uh, if I was the GM of the Pelicans, I might look at Zion and be like, look, man, you got to do what you got to do. But unless you finish this playoff series as the finals MVP, I got to do what I got to do and and trade you for somebody that I know will be there when he physically can because I have a job to do as well. That's yeah. another so good that's- point. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, trade him to the Pistons, please. <laughs> yeah, Joel will take him on the Pistons. Uh, 877-99 on Fox, Cavino, and Rich. Do you want to take one more phone call now, or are we getting into some midweek major? Let's get into midweek major, shall we? Let's do this. Cavino and Rich get you over the middle of the week with Midweek Major. Ooh, I love that. We throw sports and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas and... It's like the kids say. That's so mid. Week definitely major. CNR scoring. Midweek major. Oh, yeah. Welcome in to a Wednesday morning. Yep. It's a hump day in for Dan Patrick. You got CNR. And before we hand this over to the number one host of Midweek Major in the country. I'm the only host, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) I ran the dice over to the studio. If you're new to Covino and Rich, they roll the dice to see who has the highest number and who gets to answer Spot's questions first. Right. Because whoever whoever field advantage. Exactly. You get the edge if you answer first. So much edge. Let's roll the dice. Roll the dice. Who's shaking them first? All right. I rolled a whopping seven. Seven. Pay out, everybody. Seven. All right, here we go. All right. See, Rich oh, look at Rich. Oh, Rich is using the, the wall. Floor. <laughs> Eight. Oh, oh Rich goes first. You. Sweet, I can steal all the great answers. Let's How go, Spotty. Ladies and gentlemen. That. And now, the most famous man from Scotch Plains, New Jersey, Spotty Boy. That's hey, so, Spot. That's really not true. I'm really not the most famous person from uh, Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Hi, guys. What's Hi, up, buddy? I'm slowly waking up. I'm still there. All right. Um, weird story to start out. Uh, Rich, I know you're a big Tom Brady fan. Huge I supporter. I, I told you yesterday on our afternoon show, if him and Taylor Swift, both single now, got together, would be the biggest power couple in history. Could happen. And rooting, I, I said, for, for the record, that I think Tom Brady's the prize. He's the catch in that power couple. Get out of here. Well, I, he might have another so. uh, little thing on his resume. Have you ever wondered what he, what he would be like as a comedian? I mean, have you ever wondered this? I mean, you know, he shows a little more personality post Belichick's in the last couple of years, but no, I, I can't really. I see doubt it. it. Uh, well, an AI program has analyzed Tom Brady interviews along with thousands of hours of stand-up comedy, and has generated a full one-hour stand-up comedy special hosted by none other, none other than Tom Brady. They've released like a ten-minute snippet online. It it. It's, it's him. It sounds like him, but like the content's really weird. It just seems very awkward, and it makes you wonder: like, is this where we're headed now with content, AI generated yeah, content? I knew it. I knew one day. Mid week or major? Rich. I knew. I, this is so mid. I knew one week, one one day, one day. I look back and I would say: Chappelle, Carlin, Eddie Murphy, Bill Burr, Tom Brady. The guy's a comic. He's, he's one of I the mean, kings of comedy? I mean, I saw some AI the other day. I, I saw a clip I was telling you online where it was uh, Joe Rogan 
And he was talking about Donald Trump. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then I was like, wait a minute. Yo, it was fake. We're going to enter a world where I think there's going to be a lot of deniability because people can say, that's not me. But Tom Brady's a comic. sort of funny in a way because he's so not funny to me. Yeah, I think I think it's weak because there's nothing funny. I mean, he's personable, but Tom Brady is no Steve Harvey. He's no Cedric the Entertainer. He's no king of comedy. It's as simple as this. He's, he's an athlete. So, you know, relative proximity, he's funny for an athlete, but he's too handsome to be funny. That, I mean, to be that funny, yeah, if you, if you're handsome, I'm like you entertained. Be, if you're handsome, you have to be funnier. Do you you know have to be like extra funny if you're that handsome, like that Matt Reif guy. Yeah, good young comic. Yeah, good young comic. He's handsome, but he's got to be next level funny. And that AI story, the AI aspect of it, I think that's extra weak too because we're never going to know what to believe. Weak. If our older relatives were, were fooled by photoshops and deep fakes, how are we ever going to know? What audio deep fakes or what AI is real and what's not real? Yeah, I mean, our parents do get fooled by photoshops. Do you remember, <laughs> Joel? Funny story. My mom, someone photoshopped me in like dominatrix gear and put it on Facebook. My mom hit me up and she goes, "Richie, I can't believe you're into that. Why would you post that online?" <laughs> and it was, by the way, such a blatant photoshop. It was like, so bad. Rich's head was three times too big. <laughs> so, so if parents get fooled by Photoshop, I think every generation is going to get fooled by deep fake audio. And that's scary. AI. Yeah. yeah, that's scary. So weak. Well, enjoy, way, enjoy filling in for weak. Dan Patrick because next time they'll just put together his voice. But that's well, no, right. <laughs> weak. No, they're your our afternoon show. They actually are using AI to fill in for you today. Oh, perfect. All right, great. All right. Uh, well, we've discussed the pros and cons of the pitch clock. Yeah. Obviously, uh, tighter games. The average game is officially down 31 minutes in the first few weeks of and the season. And by the way, they're saying advantage younger player because it's less of an adjustment. Like some of the veterans. Oh, some of the, the stats are going up, actually. Yeah. Um, but one of the big concerns that we had was about concessions. Right? Yeah. Remember, if you're going to the game, you're in the stadium, you don't have enough time to wait in line, all that stuff. Yeah, so some moron's going to be at the Shake Shack line at City Field for four innings. So to combat that, a few stadiums have actually extended alcohol sales. Most of them usually stop during the seventh inning. Now moving to the eighth inning, the teams include the Diamondbacks, Rangers, Twins, and Brewers. Sorry, Rich, the Mets are not on board. I, I like they how you're angling it that it benefits the fan, which right. it does, but it really just benefits their pockets. Like, well, yeah, obviously. Second. Wait a second. We're, We're doing gonna... this for you guys. Right. No, they're not. They're doing it because they lost time in the game. And I think it's stupid because I this is weak, Joel. I'll tell you what. Weak. Weak. Because, I mean, not trying to be safety boy here, but it, the reason they cut it off at the seventh inning is so that people aren't drinking and then drive nah, like 10 boring. minutes later. But it's like, hey, let's let's have him drink it. Hey, let's drink it till the ninth inning. I don't know. I think it's sort of weak. But I, I think it's a good trick. Do this. If you bring your kids to the game, I've told my kids they stop selling cotton candy and ice cream after the seventh inning. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, really, Dad? I'm like, yeah, they, they, they do. I think it's kind of mid because they're insulting our That's intelligence. So you know they're making this adjustment simply because they were hit in the pocket. This is a total money move, not for the benefit of the fan at all. So I think it's mid that they're trying to pull the wool over the fans' eyes and say, no, 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 we're just trying to make sure you still have your fun and enjoy the experience. It's like buying a, it's like buying a present for your wife that you're going to use. Yeah, and, no, and pawning you know it off like, like, I got this for you. It's like when Rich invites you over and he wants you to help him move his furniture or paint a wall or oh, something. Yeah. But then he's like, no, 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 Always. we're going to have pizza. And I'm like, dude. I don't care about the pizza. I know you're up to. I know it's not, it's not about even the pizza. Good pizza. It's because you need my help. <laughs> but he tries to push it like, yeah, like, but we're going to have pizza. It's like pizza heated in the microwave, Joel. Yeah. Like, we know what you're doing. You're just trying to make more money. And you're jeopardizing our safety by doing so. Uh, one more, Spotty. Oh, one more. I got so many. Uh, all right. I know uh, the NFL season's coming up. So we'll be here before you know it. Prices have been revealed for the NFL Sunday ticket. I know no. everyone's... Uh, they're a little steep. They're a little steep. So as you know, it shifted from DirecTV to YouTube TV. They won the bid after the contract expired in 2022. So for current subscribers, you can get uh, uh, Red Zone with uh, the package for 289 and for non-subscribers, there's and this a is pre- like you have to do it early. Like yeah, the there's early a pre-sale special. because uh, for three forty-nine to get NFL Sunday ticket, if you wait, it'll be four forty-nine. What? And once the season hits, it's an extra forty bucks to get Red Zone. So how do oh, we yeah. feel about this this shift? I think it's going to inspire people because you know everyone wants like Hulu Live or you right. know YouTube. You might switch your provider if you're you know trying to figure out the best deal. Listen, I love football so much. If you're telling me four hundred bucks spread out through half the year. It's worth it because I, there's nothing makes me happier than a Sunday sitting back with a drink or a coffee with all the games on the different screens and split screen. So to me, I'll be honest, I don't care if it was thousands. I probably would have paid. I think it's I think it's business. Yeah.
Yeah, uh, easy to say for Daddy Stacks over here. Uh, me, the common man, the regular fella, Steve Cavino. Well, you dusty I got to speak on behalf of the rest of the country. He says, "What are you? What are you smoking? Four hundred forty-nine dollars for football? You living in a lot of money? Are you living in a garage in the barrio? I'm who, not. Who are you? But a lot of people listening live check to check, and they're thinking, "Wait, I got to pay how much?" And, and there's also speculation that they might do like single buys for. Uh, in market games That's and weak. for single games, if That's you want to just so watch. That's so weak. Yeah. I don't want anything going up. Is my pay going up? That's weak. <laughs> that's weak. High expenses. You hear that, Don? Is, yeah. Is the pay so, going up? I think that's very weak. But man, disappointing. Yeah. Just uh, see if steal the password from here. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Dalai Lama. There's a news story. Even Cardi B's mad at him. She's like, coronavirus. Well, and then what, she was she's like, she's got uh, no room to be mad at anybody because she's vile sometimes. But Cardi B was like, we got predators out there. The Dalai Lama, as you mentioned before, there's a weird clip that was floating around where some kid wanted to give him a hug. And he told the little kid, like, suck my tongue. Okay. And then he said he he's, was being he's, playful. He and- is being playful, but that's still really weird. No. Uh, yeah. 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 All right, exactly. You think? Exactly. And he did apologize. That's the update. I was trying to like think like maybe like a weird cultural miscommunication or disconnect, but no, he was like, suck my tongue. No, suck my tongue. And, and if there was some sort of miscommunication, he wouldn't have apologized. He would just would have explained that he was kidding. Yeah. And just weirdo behavior. I don't weird. want to harp on that, but I said yesterday, and I wonder, because Joel's got his Detroit Lions hat on as we speak. Yes, sir. A- if I said, if you could guarantee your team win the championship in whatever sport that was, if you were a big Lions fan, or I'm a Mets fan, or Niners, or whatever your team is, Danny G, when was the last time your Raiders won anything? Marcus Allen was playing. Yep. Jim Plunkett was behind center. Last time Raiders yeah. won anything, it was on Tech Mobile. Plunkett deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, if your team hasn't won for a minute, I ask the question, would you... Suck the Dalai Lama's tongue. <laughs> would you? Ugh. Would you tongue kiss the Dalai Lama if it meant? Oh, I gotta call if it you meant out. your team won. And I said, you know what? 
Yes. No. No, no, no. Rich didn't even hesitate. He hesitated right now for effect to make it seem like he was debating it. Rich said it without hesitation. He would absolutely do it if it guaranteed the Mets a win. And that's just desperation of the highest regard. Yeah. You would actually do something like that for your team to win. I would. Man. And you know what? Judge me all you want. You tell, you're tell. you trying to tell me some Cleveland Browns fan out there or someone that's like, I love the Sacramento Kings, first playoff appearance in 16 years. You tell those fans, hey, dude, see that old weird guy, the Dalai Lama? Lick his tongue well, and you're going to win a championship, I think. We're opening up the, the phones because I want to know you know who your team is and if you would make that sacrifice. 877-99 on Fox. 877-99 on Fox. And again, at Cavino and Rich because the answer is uh, an astounding Rocky Balboa. Absolutely oh. no. And just Absolutely so you know. <laughs> no for this guy. Iowa Sam, because we had this conversation you know, over wings and we talked about it yesterday. Iowa Sam was like, yeah, I would do it. Well, like, I, yeah, I was saying, I can't. I don't, I don't imagine him getting much much action to begin with. So that might. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but like, you know, come I, on. Where's uh, your sense of dignity? Listen, listen, for where's every, your pride? For every uh, you know deep, intelligent conversation we have, we have to offset it with dumb stuff like this once in a while. Because I I think this is a random funny question for the diehard fan whose team hasn't done it. Well, Joel, I love the Tigers. You love the Lions. I love the Lions, Red Wings, Pistons, but there is nothing. Nothing in the world that can make me lick a llama's <laughs> The Dalai Lama or a llama. <laughs> nothing. Yo, nothing. No way. Nobody. No how. No thanks. I'm not that desperate. I think he I thinks we're care. talking about a real llama. I know. I don't care about you know anything that much. As I, as I jokingly said, and I really wasn't joking, if my dad's life was on the line and they were like, the only way to save him was that, I'd be like, no, nah, dad, I'm sorry. You raised the son to have some dignity, and oh, he, would respect, he <laughs> would respect it. He would respect it. He would be like, hey, hold your ground, man. I respect it. Ah, ah. <laughs> I'd have to say, sorry, Dad. What do you want me to do? I can't. And he would understand. <sighs> so come on, my team. You could say, well, you're a spoiled Yankees fan. That is true, but they haven't won in 13 years. The dad is dying. He said, lick it, son. I know. Lick it, son. I, I'm sorry. You, know, you raised the kid to uh, stay strong in his convictions. I can't do that. I'm not that desperate. I don't care that much about my team winning that I'm willing to sacrifice my own like pride, I guess, yeah. to do something like that. But... Every time I understand a, everybody's different. Every time there's a weird hypothetical, you could gather that Cavino's the type that's like, I wouldn't do that. I got pride. New Jersey. Yankees. Like, I want to punch him in the nose. Uh, I can't do that. <laughs> like, and then you have to face your friends and your peers and, and tell them what, what if, you what did. What if it was to be the Little League home run derby champion? You know what? I already did that without having to do that, oh, I Oh, all right, then let me turn back the clock. If you if you got the flux capacitor with uh, Doc Emmett Brown, mm-hmm. Marty! Great, Scott. And by the way, really cool-looking documentary on Michael J. Fox. Yes, it's called Still on Apple TV. It's not out yet. It looks like you're going to cry. looks like you're going to reminisce. Coming soon, yeah. uh, If you were Michael J. Fox and got to go, back to the future. Okay. And I said, Kavino, you could like sort of redo chapters of your life. And you'd be on the Yankees. <laughs> Ooh. And all I had to do is suck the Dalai Lama's tongue. And now I said, like, now it's all I have to do. I said, is, I said, it, is it on camera for the world to see? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I can't. No, do yeah, it, was, it was like, a, yeah, you, you did <laughs> that. Sorry. But, but it would be like, no, but based on your age, it would be like Bernie Williams, <sighs> Derek Jeter, Mo Rivera, Andy Pettit, He's Steve Cavino. Oh, man. I'm part of the core four. four. No, it wouldn't be the core four because we would rewrite history. It would be the like the Fab Five, the Six the, Six, the and six you're the pitcher. He could oh, be the pitcher too. Let's man. make him the pitcher. Yeah, he could be on the mound at Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium. You know, the answer is no because I have rules that I live by, and it's desperate. It's desperate and lame behavior. No, the answer is no. That was weird. I'm not doing that. Seriously. Well, if you took me back, I couldn't even answer because my mouth would be full of tongue. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yo, a Joel, weird story, yeah, you know, but it's a true story. I guess the lesson to be learned and here is that when you, when you think of your friends and family, everyone's got different moral levels because truthfully, I'm thinking about all the weird things I'd probably do for money, a woman, or, or my sports teams to win. Uh, Kevin in San Diego, you're on with Kavino Rich. Thanks for dealing with the dumbest hey, question of the day. Too easy. Too easy. I'm from the city of no chips, ever. The great state, city of San Diego, and I, it's too easy. 
I'd, I'd lick the Dalai Lama wherever he wanted me to lick. <laughs> Really? No, but See, no, he's, a man, he's a man of conviction, hold Kevin. On, though. You really would, though. Yes, that's, that's the question. You really would? Or are you just saying that? No, he. if you told me right now, if, if all of a sudden you're like, hey, Rich, surprise, guess who's in the lobby? You really would, though. The Dalai Lama. You, you, have, really to, you have to lick his tongue, and that means the Mets win a World Series. I would, without hesitation, be like, yeah, let's bring it on. Hey, I, it sounds weird, but again, I'm just quoting this guy. He didn't say lick. He said suck my tongue to this little boy. Suck my tongue. He said that. So, you say, look, you would do that in front of all of us just for your team. What's your team ever done for you? I hate to give you the Bronx Tale sort of, you know, feedback like Chaz Palmateri. You think Mickey Mantle cares about you? You think Keith Hernandez cares about Rich Davis? (laughs) You think think, uh, think Polar Bear Pete cares about you? You're willing uh, to do that? My dude Francisco Lindor? I don't know. Um your phone calls, your feedback. I'm going to look on Twitter while Danny G gets the names on the board here. CNR in for Dan you guys Patrick. Are wild, though. I'm telling you, you guys are wild. I think what it comes down to is you and I. And by the way, didn't much your parents like, teach like, you anything? No, much like no, every, no, no. Cavino can't get away with that. Yeah. Yo, Joel, if it's not on TV or broadcast, <laughs> that guy's on the mound. No, 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 no. Honestly, man, because I would be in my head always about what I had to do. To get there, there's no shortcuts in life, man. There's just, you know. So you don't regret Nancy in the third grade? I don't. No. I wouldn't change anything, Joel. I really wouldn't. It is what it is. Um, ah. Would you suck the Dalai Lama's tongue if it guaranteed your team, guaranteed your team a championship? You know, there's so many factors involved. Everybody's different, but it also matters, you know, if your team hasn't won in a long yeah, time. Yeah, there's factors, but I think one of them is every group of friends sort of resembles what we're doing here. On Kavino on Rich. You got some guys that are like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want for money or this or that. And then there's other guys like Kavino. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing, but Kavino's the type of guy where he wouldn't do anything for money or trade. Or He's I, like, yeah, I got pride. Right, ready? I think it one. matters how quickly will the guarantee come through. Okay, so oh, imagine that top like, of the ninth <laughs> inning, and we need the bottom of the ninth. Okay, uh, uh, okay, well, uh, oh yeah, you know, but maybe knowing ahead of time, this is interesting, Joel. What if, what if the circumstances in the these are the dumbest hypotheticals, by the way, I love it. Let's say you're watching the Yankees, yeah, and it's like the playoffs, and they're down by five, and in that moment, someone goes, Kavino, now's your chance. Dalai Lama, and they turn this game around and have the biggest comeback oh, like, and win. Like the heat of the moment. Yeah. Oh man, what do I do? The answer is no. I, I gotta stay strong. Oh, and, and the you answer say really heat of the is moment no. like Tyson. Yeah. No, I can't do it. Heat of the mo- See, he won't even do an impression when you ask him. He is the Cavino ma- is the most stubborn guy you'll ever meet in your life. Let's go to Dakota, South Dakota. Aaron, you're on with Cavino and Rich. Yeah, um, as a lifelong Vikings fan, the list of things I would do—not even, not even for them to win it, for them to play in the Super Bowl—the uh, list is pretty short. Chuck Foreman. Wow, man. So, Aaron, let me ask you: Dalai Lama, yay or nay? Yeah, sign me up. Yes, yeah, get this wow. guy. Yeah, wow, that's wild. Tony dude. <laughs> in Michigan, what's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, Tony? Are you in on this Dalai Lama deal, or are you uh, you got pride like Cavino? Yeah, so. Detroit Lions fan, I'd rather stick with my tradition of eating a turkey dinner on Thanksgiving in pure disappointment every single year. Here, here! <laughs> yeah, then do that. Uh, See, you know what? what's odd about you is Rich, who's so, you know, willing to do something like this for his stupid Mets. You know, I, I do... I do laugh and say, you know, good for you. You're 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 a funny guy. You take one for the team. That's great. Yeah, but then I also think, like, I mean, my tongue's been in some weird places. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a fun twenties. Oh my <laughs> what? God! I'm sa- what? You know, it's the true. It's funny. I mean, <laughs> How many championships do you have, <laughs> dude? Joel, my daughter is five, right? And she goes, Dad, when did the Mets win the championship and the trophy? I go, Buddy, you're in kindergarten. That's when they won when I was your age. 86. I was in kindergarten. That's how long, buddy. Oh, the but, miracle. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but Rich says stuff like, Cavino's got pride. As if that's something dumb or bad. <laughs> that's what I don't understand about this guy. Like He's like, yeah, his stupid pride. Well, you're too that's, prideful that's for your own good. good. Thing, for dude. your own good. No, that's a good thing. Uh, Timmy Tim in North Carolina. What's up, Tim? You're on with Cavino and Rich. In for DP. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? How are you guys? What's up, man? How Having are you? fun, man. Uh, doing good. Hey, look, I just want to say that I would look anything to see the Bears win a Super Bowl. Just throwing that out there. Uh, I, have you seen our, our producer Spot's toe? I don't, I don't know about anything. I fixed my toe. He's got one, not, he's got one of those petrified. Lick. No, I fixed that. Yeah, yeah, Spot, fixed, pet- Spot used to Years have ago. a. Oh. Well, he used to have a petrified fungus toe. I don't know if you. There is that. a big difference between touching your tongue as a lick and having to suck. Uh, you know what? That's that good, is so good true. Distinction. That's that what she said. That is so true. That is so true. Joel. Uh, uh, Micah in Central Coast, California. What's up, Micah? Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? What's your what's your what's your thoughts on this? Uh, so this might be an unpopular opinion. Maybe some of you will respect it, but I've been watching the Timberwolves since Wally Zerbiak played there, so long-time Timberwolves fan. Uh, but part of the joy in sports for me is not knowing the outcome. So if I were to rig it somehow by sucking some dude's tongue... <laughs> I, it, it just wouldn't do it for me. It it killed the thrill a bit. Yeah, you know what it would be? I know what he's saying. He it would be a, like, it would be like sleeping with a prostitute knowing she really didn't like you. He's saying like he, it wouldn't be like a real win. What if Josh McDaniels is your head coach? Do you kind of know what the outcome is going to be? <laughs> you know what? I think you sort of do. <laughs> Damn right, well, it. Hey, if you want to chime in and Get continue. If you want to continue on this ridiculous conversation, at Covino and Rich on Twitter, Instagram, hit us up, follow us, we'll hit you back, all right? I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.